one o'clock. The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network. Now on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, this is the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy, the coaching staff, and Bears management. The Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by Whitley, CBAs, and consultants, and sponsored by Advocate Healthcare, Hilton, and the Village of Bedford Park. Now from Hallis Hall, here's the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. And a pleasant good evening, everyone. Welcome, Bear fans, to PNC Studios here at Hallis Hall and the Bears Coaches Show with head coach. Coach Matt Nagy, Jeff Joniak with you until 8 o'clock tonight. Later joined by Bears offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich. Coach, how you doing this evening? Doing good. Doing good. Tough to handle a loss like that for anybody. Doesn't matter who you are, when and you, when it happens in the league during the course of your career and whatnot. But um, watching the tape in detail like you did, and you, you inferred this at the news conference today with the media, but then having the whole day and talking with your staff about it, what are, what are your takeaways? What did you come away with when you watched it all on tape again? The, the biggest thing that <clears throat> that we saw as a staff that I saw is it really was was a tale of two halves. And and so uh, what, one of the things that we discussed going into the game the night before was just making sure that whatever we do, um, whatever happens, we want to be able to finish. Now, obviously that didn't happen, but um, for us, uh, you know, for our guys, none of it was because of lack of effort, you know, and so that, that's a pretty good team that we played over there. We get that. We understand that. And we had them right where we wanted them, but now we got to finish them. So fortunately for us, it's the first week of the season. We understand it is a, a very long season. So what we're going to do is we're going to learn from this and and we're going to make ourselves better because, because of this. And I can't tell you what week that's going to happen in, but I promise you it'll happen. And uh, our guys have a great attitude um, you know, afterwards you could see they were really frustrated and understandably so, but, um, they're not going to, it's not going to be one of those deals where it, it, it just puts us down to where we can't recover. We'll, we'll recover. It is a, an interesting question when you think about a veteran team versus a young team, and this is a younger team more than it is a veteran team, but there have been guys that have gone this and seen this script play out over and over again. How do you help them not think, Oh, not again. Well, you got to believe. And and so we're building this culture here right now and understanding that we, we've been prepared for this. This isn't something where, um, you know, the guys go into this with unrealistic expectations. Uh, and if you do that as a coaching staff and you talk about the highs and the lows, you're prepared for it. And and uh, e- even if the, it would have been a different ending to where you win that game and now all of a sudden, you know, you have to be able to prepare for week two and say, hey, listen, we're really not that great, you know, even with that win. So uh, it is a long season. I, I've, I've you uh, have big made, dreams for made your that business. loud and clear to, to the guys. And, and so hopefully we can uh, uh, grow from it. How much quicker did Rodgers get rid of it? I know I, mm-hmm. Pro Football Focus timed it. It was three seconds in the first half plus, and it was less than three seconds in the second half. I don't know if you guys do look at that afterwards and see how quickly and what can be done if you can't get to them to at least make it a little more difficult to make it less than a pitch and catch type of situation. Well, there he was getting the ball out a lot quicker, a lot more three steps. Uh, they would pop some runs now and then, and then they did some quick stuff uh, to the flats. And and so, uh, you know, for us, trying to keep everything in front of you, make good tackles and no run after the catch. In the second half defensively, we had some big plays that were given up, you know, to say the least. We had a 75-yarder, a 51-yarder, uh, a 32-yarder, and I think around a 23-yarder. And they're, they're big plays. They So – 
we we were we had them where we wanted them to. We had a big third third and fourteen where they got a first down, backed up on the on the on their own fifteen. The and, total of nine um, eleven continued. Uh, that's just uh, part of the game, and so hopefully our guys can understand that, and they're they're gonna they're gonna see that, and 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 uh, next time we're in that situation, offensively, we're gonna get first downs. We're with uh, head coach uh, Matt Nagy here on the Bears Coaches Show, brought to you by Whipfley CPAs and Consultants, with you until eight o'clock tonight. Let's talk Mitch Trubisky. Um, let's talk first half, first series, uh, first couple series were awesome. Uh, the creativity of your play calling. And what you guys put on the script was uh, was a lot of fun to watch, and it seemed to invigorate, you know, everybody in the building uh, that was a Bear fan. You can even hear Bears fans cheering, and you heard a lot of Packer fans booing in that first half. Um, just break that down a little bit on how all that went for Mitch and the offense. It was good to see because you get to understand that where we can get this thing to offensively. Uh, I think it showed uh, all the hard work that they put in in training camp and to go uh, 14 plays with a touchdown, the first drive, you know, ever with, with this offense and with those group of guys out there, I was so happy for them. Then the next, the next series, they came out and put together a nice long drive again and, and got three points. What we need to understand is, is that the, we have to eliminate the three and outs. There was, there was uh we had 10 total drives that, that game and, and uh, of the 10 possessions, Four of them were, were, were three and outs. And those are hard, especially when your defense is playing as well as they were. Um, you know, we can't get field goals. We need to execute in the red zone. And, of course, you need to get first downs on third and one. At this point yet, and there are so many scenarios, obviously, so many um, third down scenarios, the amount of yards you have to get for each third down scenario, uh, red zone opportunities, whatnot. Do you have some, in your opinion, do you have right now bread and butter plays yet in the red zone? Oh yeah, yeah we do, and 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 um, you know there's some there's some situations that uh, we as coaches feel like we can be better at, and then we also feel like execution as well. This isn't just one one thing here um, in regards to the the uh, the red zone plays and execution, and so we'll 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 get that fixed, and and uh, and and the guys will understand that we're going to do everything we possibly can to put them in a good situation, and then when we do put them in that situation, they need to make plays. You mentioned some stuff you'd like back. Even if you won the game, you'd still want stuff back, right? During the course of the game, certain situations, certain yeah. play calls, certain moments in the game. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, always. And I don't think you ever have a game where it's 100% exactly how you wanted it to go. But for us, uh, you know, I'm really anxious to see how our guys recover from this. And and I know they will. And we, we just we have such good guys and such good people, high character guys. Uh, we're 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 just going to be at a point now where uh, we got to have a solid week of practice. We got to refocus. We can't dwell on the past. It, it's uh, it's it was a, a big game for us. Uh, we didn't win it. Am I happy about it? Absolutely not. But we're not going to dwell on it. We know we got a big game coming up at home against Seattle, and that's what we're going to be focused on. That is the story of the National Football League. It waits for no one. You got to you got to jump right on it. But you do have 60 minutes of film that you can break down, and it, it must excite you, like you insinuated just a moment ago, how good you can be and when the execution's on this would be a very difficult team to beat because that that first drive is a perfect example of that yeah it's there and the consistency of doing that is where is what we got to find um and what we need to do is just make sure that we try not to do too much um within this system and then we 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 make it nice and clean and fast for example for for mitchell at the line of scrimmage uh, don't give him too much to where it slows him down. The kid's very smart. Uh, he's very talented. And so what we can't do is paralyze him 
by, uh, you know, the old paralysis by analysis. We can't do that. And that's our fault as coaches if we do. So we yeah. need to balance that. We, uh, you're not saying that that happened last no, night. No, that didn't yeah. happen last night. But we got we have to make sure yeah. that in all phases, you know, and defense as well, you know. Uh, we just let's uh, let's make sure that the, the we can let our guys play fast. And uh, uh, again, a game like last night, just as we were unscouted, you know, some they had some defensive looks that they had that were unscouted as well. And, and that's that's a, a credit to, to Mike Pettin and their defensive side for uh, for putting in some good stuff. The NFL chess match. There Indeed, it is. Right. Yeah. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. First half, Bears up 10 zip, three man rush, coming clean, Roy Robinson oh. is, and it is intercepted by Mack. Mack running left to the 20, to the 15, 10, 5, end zone! Touchdown, Bears! Khalil yes. Mack rolling in. His second career pick six, and what a welcome! to Chicago for Khalil Mack. Yeah, what a night for Khalil Mack. Uh, wearing Bears colors for the first time as we welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show here presented by Whipley, CPAs and consultants with Matt Nagy. So sack, interception, force fumble, fumble recovery, defensive touchdown in week one. Last player to do that in the game was Khalil Mack back in 2016 against the Panthers. And since they started tracking sacks in 82, he's the first guy to do that in one half. Thoughts. Yeah. No. Well, it was special. It was a special moment for him, and uh, you could just really feel it on the sideline how happy everybody was for him. He was completely out of gas after that touchdown. Um, but that just goes to show, I think, what we have here on our team with him and what he brings and how he elevates everybody on that side of the ball. So we're uh, we're very fortunate and we we're happy for him. He paid 42 snaps. Were you even surprised, or was that somewhat in the wheelhouse of what you wanted to do, or was it going to be a field thing as the game went on? It was a field thing as the game went on. Um, you know, I, I think that that would probably have been a few more than what we thought going into it. But, you know, when you're playing so well like he was, again, we had to see where his conditioning was at, and, and he felt pretty good. So uh, that's what we went with. He's a bulldog, and he's outstanding, but maybe the most – Stunning play was on the Cobb. He is down there right at the very end after rushing the passer, dropping off, and then going to get the guy. Yeah, he he's uh, you know he's just he, he he does things so easily when he's out there. Just the way he rushes the quarterback, and then he has great instincts. And and uh, you know there was no chance of him not catching that interception when they threw that screen to him. I mean he's out here at practice every day uh, in warm-ups acting like he's a quarterback and catching balls and doing different things. He's an athlete. And Did so, you say cornerback? No, quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, because yeah, he he's told three. me he could play cornerback. Yeah. And, oh. and yesterday he was lined up across from Devontae Adams and had three jobs and he did them all. Yeah. He disengaged from him and he still rushed the passer and got, yeah. got to the quarterback. Yeah, he's, so I didn't mean to interrupt that. you, but so he's playing quarterback. Yeah, and he, he just – well, he just – he uh, he likes to have fun. He's athletic, and uh, it showed. And so, in in such a big moment, they try to throw a screen, and he reacts. He reads it. He feels it. Makes a catch. Makes a couple guys missing. And one of the most impressive parts of the whole thing was he didn't have great ball security as he was going in, and the guy went to swipe it, and he still held on to it. Yeah, so Adams. that was that was uh, obviously a huge play in the game, and even a coaching point for an All Pro, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tuck it, tuck it away. Uh, how about the work done by your coaching staff, Brandon Staley in particular and Vic Fangio, of, of getting this guy ready? Clearly, his singular focus was getting ready for the Packers despite everything that was swirling around him in terms of the trade and then getting resettled. And impossible, really, to get settled in one week. But he kept talking about it, and it 
I believe him, it was the whole focus was getting ready for this game. It was, and and uh, both of those guys, Brandon Staley and, and Vic, did a great job prepping him, getting him ready. I know he spent a lot of time with Brandon, um, you know, in their room, going over the X's and O's and just kind of the strategy part of it. And and uh, Brandon's a great teacher, and I think he's a perfect fit with Khalil. And so they they tried to spend as much time as possible getting ready for it. And so they they obviously did a good job, and uh, they'll just continue to do that each and every day. Roquan Smith sack on his first NFL snap, a glimpse of what he's uh, going to be for this franchise as well. You can see the explosiveness, uh, I believe, eight snaps for him in this game. Uh, he's obviously going to play a heck of a lot more uh, moving down the road. But when, when a rookie does that and what he had to go through this offseason, uh, is that a great sign also it is. for him? It is. And anytime you come in, obviously, you have a, you have a sack uh, first play that you're in there. Uh, pretty neat. And I, I know he's ready. He's ready. He's, he's really, you know, at that point now where he can start flying around and trusting everything and just kind of getting another another week of, uh, of Vic's defense and, and understanding all the calls so that he can play fast. So we we feel good with where he's at and looking forward to his future. Roy Robertson Harris. I mean, there's a bunch of a nice plays being made in this game, too. He's a guy that's it's young and he's still he's he's on the way though, to becoming he's got all that God-given ability and size just waiting to be tapped, right? Yeah, he's a big guy now, very tall, rangy, long, uh, powerful, and had a a real nice move there, um, you know, on on Aaron. And so, um, you know, with him, it's just going to be learning and and understanding where he fits on this defensive line, uh, how he can keep improving each and every day, and, and he's in a great spot, so just keep playing hard. Matt Nagy, our guest here on the Bears Coaches Show. Welcome back to, uh, uh, brought to you rather by Whipley CPAs and Consultants, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears. Now, more of the Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. Shotgun, Trubisky on the keeper, weaves in, he crosses the goal line into the end zone. Touchdown, touchdown Bears. Trubisky in from the two on the opening drive, capping a 10-play journey that started at the Bear 14. Bears lead the Packers 6-zip. And that was the opening drive. Mitch Trubisky with his third NFL rushing touchdown. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show here at PNC Studios at Hallis Hall. Brought to you by Whipley CFPAs and Consultants, proud partner of the Chicago Bears. And Monday nights, or next Monday night, regular season home opener against the Seattle Seahawks. Brought to you by Miller Lite, brewed for Bears fans and always brewed for most taste. Miller Lite, hold true. We'll get into that in just a minute. Go back to Mitch Trubisky's day overall. Uh, how was the clock in his head going on, in the pocket and outside of the pocket, in your opinion? No, he, he's fine. He's learning in his offense uh, <clears throat> how to use his feet, where to slide, how to push up in the pocket. And and I think in the first half, he was really good with that. The second half, um, you know, there were some times where maybe he could have, uh, uh, you know, worked his feet a little bit more. But that's going to come and that, that, that happens. That's very natural. That's not uncommon. And so he'll continue to keep working on that. I was very proud of him with, uh, you know, how he, how he came out this first game and he was in and out of the huddle. Uh, he had a good amount of stuff on his plate. He handled it great. Yeah, he had mentioned, and I know people brought this up to you too, Packers played more zone than man, uh, but you adjust to that, and it wasn't a reason for not playing uh, at a level where they, they could have made more of those, you know, I suppose those three and outs and so forth. So um, that's something you just adjust to during the course of the game. Yeah, yeah, you need to, and, and that's what that's why the coaches are up in the box and you get a feel for where they're at. He also did some drop eight in there too, you know, where you're going to uh, get that extra defender. 
Um, and and so again, I, I'm going to continue to go back to there. There's times where um, you know there, on both sides there's going to be some unscouted tendencies that there are, and so we just need to adjust. And I, I think uh, after game one, uh, we didn't do enough to win the game situationally. Offensively, we had to uh, be better on on third down. We had a stretch there where we weren't converting third downs. I think there were seven or eight in a row. Um, but in the start of the game and the end of the game, uh, you know, where I see some growth offensively is is um, at a time when we were in somewhat of a four-minute offense uh, where we're able to churn out first downs, we, we were converting third downs. And then, the, unfortunately, the one that we didn't get uh, in the red zone was the biggest one. And so we need to we need to get touchdowns down there and can't kick field goals, especially against a, a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Did the, did the Packers force you to throw short a lot? Uh, not, necessarily. not necessarily. No, no. We had we had some opportunities uh, within the plays to to take shots downfield, and um, and so no, I don't think it was anything that they were forcing us to do. Allen Robinson, just seeing him back out there, I, it meant a lot to him. Seriously, I mean, there's no way it couldn't. And uh, some terrific connections between him and and um, Mitch in those first two uh, first couple of drives. Yeah, there were, and and he had a uh, a nice. Uh, contested catch down the sideline. Mitch made a hell of a throw, uh, put it really where the only place it could be, and and uh, that was a tough catch. He came down with that, and so he's going to continue to get more and more opportunities. We know that in, in in what we do, how we can move him around, do different things. He has a lot of great strengths, and, and one of his strengths is being in the red zone in Allen Robinson, so uh, we got to make sure we use that. Yeah, 18 career touchdowns in the red zone for Allen Robinson. Uh, let's go back. I, I mentioned this to you yesterday when we interviewed uh, for the morning show uh, the T formation play. Uh, it it clearly meant a lot to you to do that, but plays like that, 1940s, still could have a place in today's game. I, I can remember Mark Roman when he was the offensive coordinator of the 49ers the year they went to the Super Bowl. He said he kept running the Lombardi sweep. Mm-hmm. Can plays like that be stirred up and used today with some regularity, I think there can be, and uh, you know that was uh, that was uh, an important play for us. Uh, you know, we it was our T left formation was the call, and we called it Papa Bear left, and uh, our guys were so fired up when we did the first 15 to hear that play, and uh, I had a lot of confidence in in us getting at least five yards. And we ended up getting seven, seven yards, got, in a, got a good little run there. And so uh, maybe we'll build off of that a little bit. <laughs> I'd like to see that. And how about, I didn't see it the first time. Everyone's pointing and pointing. I don't know what's going on, but Charles Leno Jr. is in a bunch set to the right. Loved it. Yeah. Well, we're going to continue to do that that kind of stuff, and and uh, we'll we'll mix different things in. We don't like, we want to be smart with it. It's got to make sense. Uh, but it gives if anything that's going to give our offense an advantage, we'll continue to do. And our our players, as long as we do it well and we uh, progress with it, then we'll we'll just keep doing it. And you're not doing it just for show. No. You're not going to do stuff just to be cute. No. You're going to it. There's meaning for every single play, whether it sets something up later. Or it's designed to actually situationally make something happen. Yeah, spark. and with that, it can confuse the defense. Anytime you make the defense talk and you make them communicate just one time, now they got something has to happen. So it can be as simple as just moving the hat back in the shotgun, moving him from the left side to the right side. And now the responsibilities of the Mike linebacker changes with the, with the Will linebacker or the Sam linebacker. So 
Um, when you take it to another element and you start spreading out guys and doing different things that are a little bit unconventional, uh, maybe they didn't pre- prepare for that. And that's where I think there can be an advantage. But at the same time, you don't want to get to the, the part to where we can't, we don't know what we're doing because we're doing too much. That's the fine balance. And then in addition to that, the next opponent has to spend some time. That's right. That's a good point. Now, I, you know, some people might want to say snark, snarky and say, well, you know, is, is that really that much extra work? You as a coordinator, you as a guy trying to figure out that, he, yeah, it is. It is. There's almost only so much time in a week. You're you're right on, and uh, you do only have so many hours uh, to prepare for so many different situations. So anything that you do that can give yourself an advantage, um, you know, whether they prefer, prepare for it or not, it, that's part of the chess match that that you have going on. And it's just, the same thing goes on the other side. Yeah. So there's blitzes and stunts that they'll have that they'll have ready to go. And uh, we just need to make sure that uh, offensively that your protection is nice and sound to be able to pick up almost anything. All right, Matt, wrap it up with a uh, sneak peek of the Seattle Seahawks. Another quarterback that can make plays out of the pocket and loves to do that. He's off schedule and he's dangerous. Russell Wilson. He is one of the, one of the best in the league at extending plays and, um, they're they're very well coached. Uh, they have a a great mindset as a team. They're winners. Uh, they won't be intimidated by anybody or anything. Uh, so, but but I think for us the biggest thing, Jeff, is that we just focus on us. I don't think we need to worry about anybody else. We just go out there and we worry about us. We control what we can control. Um, and then we just play Chicago Bears football, and we're creating our identity now. Uh, that's not what, um, you know, we, I think you saw glimpses of it yesterday. Um, but once we put that thing together, I think, you know, people will be really happy, and our, our players and our coaches and everybody in our building is uh, is, is really striving for the, the right direction, and that's to, to win ballgames. All right, thanks very much, Matt. All right. We will talk you. to you next week. Good luck this week in your preparation. Coming up next, offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich will join the program. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and this hour featuring offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich brought to you by Whipley CBAs and Consultants and sponsored by Athletico Physical Therapy, Verizon and Miller Lite. Once again, the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. Ha-ha, Clint Dix, the lone safety back deep. Snap is back to Mitch Trubisky. Stands in, arches back, going down the right side, up in the air. Pass is caught. Allen Robinson, first down to Green Bay's 33-yard line on Jair Alexander, the rookie out of Louisville. Allen Robinson with a grab there as he returns healthy to a NFL team. The Bears, after 364 days of waiting, after a week one Third play ACL tear last year in Jacksonville. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show. Joined now by offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich. Thanks for joining us. And that's the connection that everybody wanted to see. And that connection's brewing between Mitch and Allen Robinson. It really is. We've seen their their chemistry develop. That was that was a nice call there. We needed to make a few more of those uh, exciting moments happen. And and uh, you know saw some glimpses and and some. You know, a little shininess here and there, but just not enough consistency to, to overcome kind of the circumstances of the night and uh, did a lot of good things that we can build upon, but but certainly a bitter, bitter taste in our mouth at the end of it. Before we get further into that, just putting together the game plan for the first time for a regular season game, how much fun was it? Because you guys clearly have collaborated, you and Matt and the rest of the offensive staff. And I've been in that office, I've seen, seen that, <laughs> you know, that crazy grease board, and it, it can make your head spin. Um, is it fun to work with him? Is it fun to sit here and brainstorm and come up what 
everybody should be calling the Bears offense. Whatever the Bears offense is going right. to mature into, it's not the Eagles, it's not the Chiefs, it's not Oregon. It's a combination of whatever comes through your minds based on the tailored talent you have here on this team. And you got to the probably the most important part of that at the, the end is who, who's who's executing the deal, who's running the show, and and we have to constantly just just think through Mitch's head and through his eyes and and how he processes things. And he saw a lot of things last night. He you know he certainly had a couple couple things that he he'll he'll kind of you know their head knocking type of mistakes like oh of course I should you know should have done that day one type things and but not very many certainly not very many but just managing the noise managing the comeback uh, some of the things that we asked him to do check at the line of scrimmage those those sorts of things he he handled them well but no it's been it's been a lot of fun and and I think um, you know coming out of that game as 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 rough as it was as hard as it is to lose you know where you are and you know uh, player A can handle this player B can't player C can do a little bit maybe more than you thought player D can't you know just all those all those things that that you're not you're not determining everyone's future at this point, but you certainly. But at the same so, time, you, you you know everybody. You can sit point. here and Absolutely. give me a complete documentary on every yep. single player, but until you see them react in these situations, you really don't know. Yep. It'll be a learning process. It's that Mike Tyson line of right. Everybody has a plan until they get hit in the face, <laughs> and that 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 we know what Mitchell Trubisky. We know how he responds when he gets hit in the face, and it's a good response. Some of these other guys. Uh, uh, you know, remain to be seen to to a certain degree, but but you know, a lot of returns are positive. The Bears Coaches Show with offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. From center, Trubisky, play fake, sets up in the pocket, throwing right, open man caught at the 36 of the Packers, spinning free, Gabriel brought down inside the 30-yard line of Green Bay. Bears are on the move, Antonio Morrison on the tackle, a 31-yard gain. And another one of the Bears' new weapons, Taylor Gabriel connecting with... Mitch Trubisky and the loss last night to the Green Bay Packers here with offensive coordinator Mark Helfrich on the Bears Coaches Show. Uh, the Chicago Bears Network presents Inside the Bears, brought to you by Verizon. Anthony Adams and Lauren Screeden cover the world of Bears football on and off the field every Sunday night at 11.05 on Fox 32 Chicago or watch anytime at chicagobears.com or on the Bears official app. Mark, there's there's all sorts of types of weapons that you guys can choose to use and, and how you use them, and clearly we saw some of that but the speed of Gabriel, the speed of Cohen, uh, the, speed, the quickness of Anthony Miller, the, the the size of Allen Robinson, the size of your tight ends, you got Kevin White, um, the mix and match of this, it'll be a game-to-game matchup exploitation, correct? That's, that's what <laughs> like, you're looking for. We, li- we like that <laughs> word, yeah. Uh, yes, and you know, that's one thing. that There is only one ball, right? And sa- at some point, they're going to... They're going to adjust to somebody, and that's where the other guy has to have the bigger night. And and it's just the way, you know, kind of the way it, it goes. Uh, kind of the, some of the things we do in the run game. Sometimes they might take away the running back. Other times they'll they'll take away the you know the other parts, the other facets of it. And so that's where uh, you know again that plays through the quarterback, and he just needs to make great uh, common sense decisions in in run and in pass. Uh, and guys have to be great without the ball. We had some great instances of that last night of whatever it was, guys clearing, you know, guys on clearing routes. Uh, we had guys great downfield blocks, uh, Kyle Long and Cody. Uh, yes. I know that I know they're not skill guys, but they're, they're big skill guys for us. And they uh, had a big finish on the, the long screen conversion. Uh, and then we also had some times where we, we didn't get the job done. We didn't block whatever it is well enough on the perimeter uh, and certainly some things inside that we need to, to clean up. And so, 
again, like any game, win or, win or lose, there's always those those things that you, you have to improve upon. That is a tough team to run on, obviously, those guys up front, but you still ran between the tackles. Even when you know a team is stout in that regard, you do have to try and puncture that, don't you, over the course of the game? You do. You do. It's just those body blow, body blow, body blow type of actions. Sometimes those set up, and, and you just played the, the Taylor Gabriel big big game. That was a you know off a of play action play action situation, and uh, yeah, you're gonna keep poking and prodding, and one turns into a cutback for a big gain. We had a couple bounce outside uh, from uh, Tariq, um, and then we had a few again in there that that our guys will watch on tape and go, man, what could have been type of situations, and that's where we as coaches own that, and and you know they as players need to look just objectively and and take it all in and, and improve. Everyone, uh, I, I took a, a listen a little bit today and, and read some stuff, but everybody got all happy about Jordan Howard catching the ball, but because he had a, a, a couple of drops the last couple of years, but the guy worked at it, man. He had five targets, five catches, and uh, one year ago in the Atlanta game, he dropped one near the end right. zone. And this year, boom, makes that, you know, he, it's a guy who's put in the investment. He really has. I'm, I'm knocking. I'm, I don't know if this is wood, but I'm knocking <laughs> on that. Not quite. We'll right. It's some it. some substance, but yeah, he he has worked very hard, and and Mitchell has really, uh, you know, grabbed him at every opportunity. I mean, you've you've been at a lot of practices. You've you've seen that where he pulls him over and and just does drill work, and and he's the catcher, and that that all those add up. All those little just just seeing the ball hit your hands is a, is a little you know mini confidence booster, and that's all it is for those guys. I mean, they, they have the the physical skills, and it's just a. 100% confidence thing, um, and and you know we don't know that other side of him, and so we're 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 hoping to build on this one. You had an amazing running game at Oregon. Everyone wants to think it was, and Matt, you know, was in the offense that had the NFL's rushing leader last year. So it's still a major component of this offense, right? Definitely, definitely. Has we have, to be. Has to be, and we have to be able to run the football better, you know, and certainly the most glaring situation in this game are two third and ones that, that we have to convert, and that those are those are game changers, and that, that again, we have to, you know, help them out schematically. Uh, we have to execute them better, but but absolutely. You know, this division, the, the, the quarterbacks we're playing against, you have to be able to, to put a game away, and, and you know, that, that probably – you know, looking back from the second quarter on, that's where you get into the to the second guessing game of shoulda, woulda, coulda, and uh, but yeah, we ha- we have to be able to run the ball efficiently, and and probably the most important thing we have to we have to run it when they know we're running it. When you put something on tape now in the regular season, you're going to get a pretty good idea on what teams will try to attack, right? In terms of your offense now, for the and, most part, yeah, yeah, for the yep. most part, and it always starts with the young quarterback. Try to make as make him. Th- Think as much as any other player on that team. Did the Packers make him think last night? They did. They did a lot of uh, things that they had done in the past, um, maybe through the first half. In the second half, they 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 tweaked a couple things, but it, it maybe did you know things at, at a higher percentage than they had uh, before. They brought one zone pressure that I think they were I think they were misaligned uh, that they had never brought before and. But yeah, that's that's part of you know probably through the first quarter of the season even you're you're gonna see some you know what what we call unscouted looks you're gonna see some some things that you've never seen before, uh, and and that's where you you just go back to your base rules and we give guys you know base base just kind of a little checklist of things to do whether it's a protection or a run scheme and and uh, go from there. What was going through your heads as a coaching staff up until halftime? 
Well, a lot of things. You know, our defense was playing just absolutely lights out, and and I think you're equal parts excited about that, but also frustrated at kicking field goals. And and we had to, we could have finished that game just right there. One it, play, it, exactly. It, it could have been exactly from the, the it, first yeah. or second drive to yep. the you know end of the game on any phase. No question. And and we just kept talking. I was talking on the headset just. Foot on the gas, foot on the gas, foot on the gas, because you can't have that letdown of, hey, the defense is playing great. You know, Aaron Rodgers yeah. is out. There's a, a natural tendency to to have a little lull. And and we were talking about that. Everybody was conscious of that. And, and uh, but just, uh, yeah, we did not, you know, deliver the knockout blow when, when we needed to. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy continues exclusively on the home of the Bears. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. And welcome back to the program here in our final moments with Mark Helfrich. We'll hear from Matt Nagy in just a moment. And stop by the Miller Lite Chicago Bears Ultimate Tailgate to enjoy food, $5 Miller Lights, music and games for every age. Located at the Field Museum Terrace, the ultimate tailgate free to enter and will be open two hours before and one hour after every Bears regular season home game. All right, I touched on it. I'm sure you got a, a bit of a thrill as well with the T-formation play. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, something we had talked about for a long time, but we didn't we didn't let out there. And, and yeah, just kind of a little tip of the cap. We, we kept calling it that all along, and, and it was pretty cool. Ended up with a, a decent gain and, and – uh, Little 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 throwback moment for for maybe you you remember that right well, black yeah, and yeah. white days. I, I tell you what, it did catch me by surprise, and I was looking. <laughs> I'm like, Tom, that's a T formation, <laughs> and it, you know, I, I love the reasoning behind it. That 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 meant a lot to, to Tom as a, as a bear who played played here for a decade and has done the games now for 20 years. So that was big. Um, first 15 when you know it's been that's a, a staple. Of the, you know, everybody does you know script right. in first 15. And I was reading a quote from Clay Matthews, and he was talking about the first 15, and, you know, they wanted to weather the storm and whatnot, but he, he used the term, there was a lot of college stuff in there with protections and stuff. I don't know if it's a compliment or a criticism, but I, I don't know that football's football. doesn't matter if it's played in college right. or the NFL. Uh, you're getting young guys playing this game and spread offenses, and you're trying to, to speed up the process of, of those guys adapting to the NFL, even if there's college stuff in there, what's the big deal? I mean, that's, those are, those are good things. Yeah. I don't know. I'm expanding the game. Right. I haven't, there was nothing, uh, I don't, I don't know. Collegiate about uh, (laughs) any, any element of that, you know, there's, there's things that certainly we've done in the past and there's things that, that Matt has done in the past. Absolutely. And maybe a few things that green Bay has done in the past. Uh, but I don't, I don't know exactly what he meant, but we're gonna we're gonna try to put our guys in the best position to be successful and and score touchdowns. And you guys, it's safe to say, barely scratched the surface on showing what you have, especially in situational football. You have to. It's new well, every week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just there's you haven't run that many plays, right? Yeah. With all the other stuff that goes on, third down, red zone, goal line. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're again we're excited about where we're headed, and and uh, certainly would have liked to to jumpstart that whole process with a, a huge win. But but uh, our guys, I think, are of the the right frame of mind. Mark, thanks for joining us. We'll be talking to you throughout this uh, season and appreciate your time. Good luck with Seattle. 